I'm here with Kirk Swanson and Tracy Calver from Transitions Hospice. Kirk, good to see you again. Good morning. And uh, Tracy, good morning to you. Good morning. And uh, Tracy, you are the social worker with Transitions Hospice. That's correct? That is correct. Let's start with your role a little bit. Well, first, Kirk, we'll start with you. If somebody, okay, they've got a family member, hospice care is going to need to be considered. You know, uh, doctors, whomever have said, you know, there's nothing more we can do. Right. Somebody calls Transitions Hospice Context. You come in, talk with the family first, and then Tracy comes in afterwards. Is that correct? Right. So we'll do, you know, meet with family, go over the admission process, uh, get the paperwork done, that type of thing. Uh, get a nurse scheduled to do the assessment. Um, you know, Tracy will come in after that's done and, and meet with the family and, um, you know, provide emotional support and anything else that's needed. And so, Tracy, so you come in, you're talking with the family. First, let's get your background a little bit. Mm-hmm. How long have you been with Transitions and, uh, you know, what, what made you kind of get into this field? Um, I've worked with Transitions only a few months, but okay. I have about six years experience with um, hospice. Before that, I have about 10 years experience in skilled nursing facilities. So I've worked as a social worker with the elderly population for about 16 years. And so as a social worker, you come into a situation dealing with a family. What is your role? What are you doing? Basically, I'm there to provide emotional support for them. Mm -hmm. I just kind of come in and right off the bat, you're just trying to build some kind of rapport with the family and with the patient. You're going to want to come in and just, you know, just trying to ease your way in and make them feel comfortable in their own home situation. And, you know, just start talking to them and see how they are feeling with hospice and if they have any basic questions. And so we talked a little bit before we got started here. It's really kind of an emotional roller coaster right at the beginning for the family because, okay, now this this decision has been made and you know they're on a on a high so to speak it you come in there and just kind of bring them down a little bit and try to try to calm them down yes it is a very overwhelming experience um when hospice first comes in there's a lot of moving parts you know they they first meet with you know our admission team and they sign you know paperwork and get that ball rolling and then our nurse comes in and our cnas come in and equipment comes in it can be very overwhelming so we kind of come in and try to, you know, ease the tension and get things kind of calm back down and explain the process and just kind of get a routine set up and just kind of calm their nerves a little bit and let them know that this is the process from now on and these are the times a week people will be coming in and if you have any questions for this, call this person and just kind of calm their nerves a little bit. Tracy Calver, the social worker with uh, Transitions Hospice with us today, because we've talked about before, Kirk, um, you know, it's it, there, there's a lot of, you know, parts to hospice care. It's not just, uh, you know, making sure the patient is comfortable, but, you know, there's, there's you guys offer the chaplain, you offer the volunteers, and, uh, you know, the social work is just another one of those areas that people just aren't thinking at this time because there is so much going on. Right, and oftentimes they don't know that it is a benefit to have that that discipline in place for them, you mm-hmm. know, and I will always tell families, you know, we have these different folks that can help you out um, and maybe they don't know that they could benefit from them. So making sure that they know what they have available uh, for for them or their family, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I know our social workers do a lot of work um, in situations where maybe it's a grandparent um, and the grandkids aren't 
handling the situation very well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to have somebody outside the family circle for those kids to talk to can be very beneficial. And Tracy, you, you come in as far as any, you know, we got the paperwork when you start with the care, but, you know, you've got a lot of stuff that goes on, like, you know, power of attorney and, and living will and estate, you know, all this stuff. Do you maybe not work up the paperwork for the family, but you kind of guide them, help them a little bit as far as to what, you know, what the next step needs to be as they're going through this uh, process? Absolutely. We assist in all that paperwork. There are many forms that we do help our patients and families with, and the ones that we are unable to help with, we assist them with that process, or we will get them the correct referrals to the people who will help them with that process. So almost, uh, you know, a little layman's term, I guess, a little bit, kind of almost like a guidance counselor almost because, you know, this is not something everybody goes through all the time or, you know, maybe ever. And a lot of times it's maybe the first time they're having to put up with it. Absolutely. You kind of know the ropes a little bit and kind of steer them to where they need to be going. Yes. If you, as as a social worker, you know, helping out the family, if they ever have questions or anything, are you the person that they talk to first? Or how, how does that work if they, if they have any kind of questions as they're going along through this? When we are going through the process with the family, I always try to um, tell them there is a main number that they call. Mm-hmm. And then um, that person will then, you know, get them to the correct person whether it be the nurse or the social worker or the chaplain. And as somebody is, you know, going through this, and I'll let either one of you answer this, um, it's nice to know that, like, just a very emotional grandkids, you know, parents, you know, people, you know, kind of butt heads a little bit this time, to have you guys around to kind of mediate what's going on a little bit. I, I always tell families it's nice to have somebody outside the family circle to help talk to through situations like that. You know, you get the family involvement and, you know, sometimes it's nice just to talk to somebody that's, you know, interested in the situation but not got yeah. that family tie. And and all the branches of transitions, you know, they work with each other. It's not, uh, uh, you know, who the CNAs or the nurses or the volunteers or, or the chaplain or, you know, all that. You all work together. It's not, you know, a bunch of separate departments communicating, you know, email constantly. You're talking to each other. What's really cool about hospice is we are an interdisciplinary team. So when you sign on with hospice, you get a nurse, you get a CNA, you get a social worker, a chaplain, and all of those people work together on one specific person. Mm -hmm. So you get, you know, all of these people working on your loved one. And it's just a really cool experience. And, you know, after patient passes away, they've gone through the process afterwards yeah families come back and talk to you a little bit and say hey i'm glad you guys were around to help us out with this because hopefully this is you know nothing we have to do again and you know we really didn't expect expect we didn't expect what to expect you guys helped us yes we have a 13 month bereavement follow-up program Mm -hmm. where we follow our loved ones and daily we're getting emails from our you know, loved ones of people who have passed saying that, you know, we really appreciated, you know, all that you did for our loved one. And, you know, your care really meant the world to us. Kirk, it's never it's it's never a good time to talk about hospice care, but it's always good to know that there are some options out there. And, you know, really kind of think about, you know, as maybe you have a parent getting older or somebody's been diagnosed with something to know that there are these services out there and, you know, just kind of have that kind of tough talk or tough thought process going early rather than before oh my gosh we really need this things go much smoother when family knows what the patient wants 
Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and the sooner those conversations can happen, the better in the long run the overall situation will be. So, yeah, it, you know, we realize it's not a fun topic, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, we're always going to recommend uh, to at least know what your options are, you know, and, and you have the right to um, talk to as many companies as you want to figure out what one's going to be the best fit for you. Uh, you know, with transitions, we're always willing to meet with families and just kind of review what their options are and, um, you know, lay down some some preliminary work to to help guide the family. If anybody wants to find out more about Transitions Hospice, they're curious about it, uh, is the website uh, the best place to get started? Yeah, www.transitionshospice.com. Um, we'll take you to the main website, uh, give you some of the background on the company, uh, information on hospice in general, uh, give you contact information and how to move forward with a, a possible referral. Kirk Swanson, Tracy Calver, Transitions Hospice, thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you. Thank you.